Praise the Lord. Thank you. Welcome to Truth Revival Ministry, where we speak the truth and the truth will set you free and it will ignite revival in your heart. This is time to pray with Mary Malone. And these last Mondays, we focused on families. The prayer points we had was about prayer, about praying out the perfect will for our families, um, that God will reveal to us his perfect will, that he will lead everybody into the perfect will. And these last two Mondays was really focusing on that there will be a spirit of prayer in our house, that we as a family will come together and seek the Lord and, and pour out our hearts before God and seeking him and let the Lord build the house. Let the Lord build the house, build our families, build our marriages, build our lives, build our businesses. The focus is family. So we continue on families today. The prayer point, if you saw that already on Instagram, the prayer point for today is um, praying for, let's say, praying for provision, okay? Praying for provision for us as a family. So there will be a lot of different conditions is this the right word? Conditions and what does it mean? Unconditional love with conditions. Yes. Love has no condition, but the blessing in our lives to see it, there are some conditions. There are some things that attract the blessing or command the blessing. And so I don't want to teach this is praying. So I normally bring a word, I exhort, I encourage, I stir up your faith. And then together we are praying in the spirit, the prayer point. We are praying out this prayer point. So today it is provision for our family, provision for our family. So you can, if you bring that in context of ministry, whatever you want to do, but I really want to focus on provision for family and the Lord gave me Matthew 6 33 so before I gonna go into that scripture and context I want to pray right now and before I'm gonna pray right now you can share it with somebody that you think uh, they 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 need it or you just want to bless them and sometimes it's easier to let other people speak to the people that are very close to you and they don't want to listen because you are family or close anyway. <clears throat> I know how that is. So I'm praying all the time that the Lord sends other people into my siblings' lives so they can sow and talk. I'm praying for them. Um, my siblings will be open to receive the truth and it's not always easy received through family members, but through others. So that's why you can use that broadcast to share with some family members and say, hey, I know this, I know this woman from Switzerland. She lives in America. She is very blessed and I like her and she has a lot of testimonies or whatever. And then you can say, listen, 
just listen to her teachings and prayer and maybe you will be blessed. So you can try this way. There's so many opportunities how you can reach the people in your life, in your world. This Wednesday, my husband will be back with Faith Has a Voice. And it's very interesting to see his perspective, my perspective. Then this Thursday, we are supposed to be on with Honest Hour. Yes, because we have power again. Yes, praise the Lord. And with Irene, our daughter, and she shares from a 12-year-old daughter perspective talks about her life, talks about also her assignment at school and things at the church and just what she went through, what she's going through, and now God is using her. So you you can share these broadcasts and follow us on Truth Revival and bless other people and let them know that there is a ministry who who has something to give. Okay? So there's many ministry and it's not for everybody the same and everybody the same stories. And sometimes there is just other people, other ministries with similar stories that you can reach better because they can identify themselves with these people. Okay, so let's pray. Father, I thank you. I thank you for a new day of grace and mercy. I thank you, Father, that your word is truth and the truth will set us free. I thank you, Lord. For the Holy Spirit, who is our helper today and every day, the rest of our lives. I thank you for the Holy Spirit, Father, who is leading us into all truth. Who is revealing us future things to come. Who teaches us all things. I thank you for the Holy Spirit who comforts us and strengthens us and reveals to us the truth. Father, I thank you for the spirit of prayer that is on me the spirit of intercession, the spirit of supplication. I thank you, Lord, that this spirit will come upon everybody who follows time to pray and is ready to intercede with me for their families today. I thank you, Lord, for stirring up their faith, stirring up the gift that is inside of their hearts to follow you with passion. I thank you, Father, that today as they pray with me and as they hear your word, that you, Father, will ignite their hearts to bring revival to their marriage, to their spouse, to their children, into their families in Jesus' name. Father, thank you for revealing to us truth about provision from a perspective of a father who loves his children. I ask you for utterance as I Teach, speak, and pray. Utterance by the Holy Ghost in Jesus' name. May everybody be blessed during this broadcast, now or later, in Jesus' name. Amen. God is good and His mercy endures forever. Yeah, you can partner with us. You can partner with this ministry. Yes, and I gonna... Share and like the broadcast too. Where is it? Here. Set you free. Yes. Mark Anthony from Louisville, Kentucky. Welcome. Yes. <clears throat> then there's my husband. Good morning. 
Praise the Lord. Yes, let's like and share the broadcast. Praying, praying for provision, German provision for our family. Yes. Here we go. Provision, provision, provision for our family. So, especially for uh, the husbands, the fathers of the house, you know, America is a little bit different than Switzerland. I see in America still, not everywhere, but where I'm surrounded, they truly believe that the husband is supposed to provide for their family. I know in Switzerland, people said, even in my family, that in what century are you living in? This is the century where the women also work and provide. Yeah, I don't want to say too much. I grew up in a family where my husband, uh, where my father was the provider and my mom was at home. They were, we were five kids. And you can say, yeah, that's this old generation. My parents were not really born again Christians um, and we didn't really go in a in a spirit-filled gospel full gospel church or something like that we went to Catholic church when I was little regularly um, that's it but there was not really teaching about you know spiritual father spiritual mom marriage family I was not teaching it's just these religious things but my father grew up like that in Italy and However, these values were in him, and for him it was clear. I work. And he had that statement, that value, until he passed last year. The mother stays at home, and the father goes and works and brings money, and the mother cooks and cleans and takes care of the kids, and when he comes home from work, there is a meal on the table. This is how I grew up. I, I, I didn't see any different. And even later, when my mom, uh, when the most of our children, we we were growing up she started to go once a week tuesday afternoon to a big company and was cleaning um offices and that was a once a week i don't know three hours four hours and with that money it was her pocket money so my husband my husband my father allowed her to keep that money as a pocket money so my father was in control of finances and um, that's just how it was. And I really, I'm very thankful that my husband is on, in control of finances. I have nothing to do with finances except telling my husband or asking my husband, do you think we could bless this person? And I think we should bless this person. And I think we should give this person. And can I not give this person? And what do you think about? That's what I do with money. And um, yes, but he... He, he has the access to the bank account. He knows the numbers. I have no idea about the numbers. I don't know. I'm thankful. And I remember before I was married, I always spoke that out. If I ever get married, I don't want to have to do anything with finances. I don't want to manage this stuff. Um, I am very, my husband can confirm that, I'm a good steward. That means I'm not throwing out money for myself and then I am in debt. In my whole life, I was never in debt. 
also not with my credit card and all these things that here in America is just normal. No, I was able every month when the bill came from the credit card company and it says 1300 I immediately paid it. I had the money on the bank account. So I was never in debt. I don't know debt. I have never experienced that. So I'm not, I'm a good steward. I was always. So, but I didn't really like it. I didn't like to be concerned about and then, you know, like, and then pay the bills and oof. So my husband is very, very good and he's anointed and he likes to do it and um, praise the Lord. So, but that doesn't matter. That can be the opposite in your marriage. And the wife is more the one with the finances who likes to do it. I like to give. I like to give and I like to give. And sometimes my husband has to stop or he doesn't agree or however. It's anyway, Holy Spirit led. So I'm not telling my husband we have to. I am bringing a petition because he is the head. He makes a decision. And then if he has peace about to bless this family, then yes, we're going to go forward and we bless that family. And often we have heard from the Lord at the same time anyway. So praise the Lord. So we go into praying for provision for our families. But it is not like the most thing. Like, can you please pray for finances? I heard yesterday during Sunday morning service at our church here, River Tampa Bay, people sending prayer requests. Okay. I need healing in my body. I need finances to pay my bills or whatever. And I, I was thinking that's also because of the gift in me. I would pray on the phone with the person that God blessed them with finances, but I also would have a few questions. Because what if you are not a tither? What if you are not in a church who is a holy, godly, righteous church with pastors who live holy, godly, righteous, and you are under an anointing that is truly from God, not under a leadership who is pressuring you or manipulating you? What if, what if, what if? Because there are a few conditions that you can see a financial overflow coming into your life. And I cannot go into the testimonies of my life right now. If you follow us on this Truth Revival ministry, Wednesday afternoon, Faith has a voice. My father, uh, my husband talks a lot about things like that but also when we have truth truth talk every other wednesday we share stuff um i just can say since 2004 november i am born again since 2005 august i'm spirit filled and since 2006 january i started to tithe because i got the revelation about tithing and more revelation about tithing I got later when I started to see the blessing in my life. And I asked myself, what's different between me and many others? Why do I have this protection? Why I always have enough? Why even when it looks like I gave everything and there are two weeks to live before I get another paycheck, but God somehow sustained me and provided? Why? Why when I pray... And I'm in need of finances. Why does it come? 
and others also pray and it's not coming. So I can tell you the truth and I tell you the truth. Even before I had revelation about prosperity, teaching, tithing, giving, sowing, reaping, blessing of God, all these things, before I had teaching and revelation about that, I'm actually teaching a series right now for the church in Switzerland. It's called Find the Plan of God for Your Life. And I'm on the fourth or fifth part. And I share my story from the beginning when I got saved. And the Holy Spirit told me yesterday when I asked him, what should we pray today? And he said, continue with families. But yeah, about what? Healing, restoration, what? And he said, provision. Okay, I said, good, I need a scripture. He gave me Matthew 6, 33. And I can tell you, even speaking out, Matthew 6, 33, I'm touched. <laughs> you can see. Matteo 6, 33, that's in German, because I was reading the Bible in German. I grew up in Switzerland and I lived in Switzerland for the most of my life. I'm living here in America since two and a half years and I'm reading more in English now. So when I say Matteo 6, 33 in German, it touches me more <laughs> than Matthew 6, 33. <laughs> Even it's the same, you understand? But I have a special relationship to Matteo 6, 33. Because when I was reading the Bible, in the beginning, the first three days being born again, not spirit-filled, not planted in a church, not in a group with believers, just me and the Bible. Because the woman who was leading me to Christ in, a, in my car after we went for coffee, she said, do you have a Bible? I said, yes. From the Catholic Church, I have a Bible. I have never read the Bible. She says, take that Bible. Read the Bible. Speak to God. Ask him to speak to you through the word. Do that every day. That was a simple instruction. And I did it. Thank God. You know why? Because I grew up under my father, who was a very authoritative man. And when my father gave me an instruction, we all did it. And if a person gives me an instruction with authority, I just, yes, I do, I do, I do, I do. I did it. Read the Bible, she said. Ask God to speak to you through the word. And Matthew 6, 33 was a scripture that God spoke to me. Even I was not spirit-filled because the Holy Spirit lives in my spirit and I was reading the word and the Holy Spirit made the word come alive to me. And I was speaking, I was reading out loud Matthew 6, 33. And that, think about, maybe you know that scripture in and out. You memorized it and you actually know before I read what it says. But try to remember, I remember very, very, very clear the first time I read that scripture because I actually was reading Matthew 6. And I read Matthew 6. And do you know Matthew 6, what it's talking about? It's talking about, um, in general, don't gather, don't collect riches here on earth, but instead collect riches, um, treasures in heaven. 
that's now my English version of uh, making a very short conclusion of that chapter, whatever. <laughs> so it talks about when I speak it out, that's the scripture. Matthew 6, 33. Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these other things that he's talking about in Matthew 6. All these other material things he's talking about in Matthew 6 will be added to you. And I had a very clear revelation. I was born again three days, not spirit-filled. I had no pastor teacher speaking into my life. I had to teach her the word. I had to teach her the Holy Spirit. And I read it and I understood. I understood. If I seek God first and everything that is important to him, if I seek him first and everything that is important to God, woo, <laughs> he will add. He will support, he will supply, he will provide every need I have here on earth. Material, clothes, finances to pay insurances, finances to pay for gas, finances, finances to pay for rent, provision in every area, everything I need, food, water, a bed or a place to sleep. Everything I need materially here on earth, he will take care. He will provide if, that's my condition, if, if I seek first his kingdom and his righteousness. And I'm sure the most of you know that chapter and that, that verse. And, but I'm talking about my story, my life. That was 2004, November, maybe December when I was going through that because she told me first, read the Gospel of John. So Matthew came later. But I know it was in the first three days because this scripture talked to me about many other things. This scripture talked to me, to me in my situation, to sell my car. <laughs> Nobody told me the word, God, the Holy Spirit, not the prosperity gospel from America, the prosperity gospel preachers from America that I was listening in the Internet telling me you have to sow your car to reap a harvest. Nothing. It was just that scripture, the Holy Spirit speaking to me. And I knew my heart was holding on my car because I really liked the car. I liked cars when I was. In the world without Christ, I liked cars. And the car was my God because I cleaned my car for three hours every Saturday afternoon. Every Saturday I was cleaning, perfect cleaning. It was my God. You know, I liked cars, everything with cars. So that was one thing that the Lord spoke to me through Matthew 6.33. Okay, if you let go of everything right now that is important to you, Mary, here on earth, if you let it go and you seek first my kingdom, and I don't go into details what it means, his kingdom. It just means you prioritize everything first that is important to God and not to you. 
All your worldly desires in your flesh, you deny, you crucify. And everything that's important to God the Father, you focus on with your time, with your hand, with your work, with your action, with your money, everything you seek first. So what could it mean? What could it be? What could it mean? It means do everything what God says in his word. And if you do everything what God says in his word, he will provide everything you need. There are many scriptures. When Paul talked to the Philippians, to the Christian church in Philippi, the Philippians letter, he said, my God shall supply all your needs according to his riches in glory. Is it not? I can the scripture say in English, praise the Lord. It comes out of my spirit. My God, that's Philippians 4 something, 19. It's Philippians 4, 19. You can put it in your journal. This is another scripture for provision. And it's very similar to Matthew 6, 3. Three, why? Because the context of Philippians 4 is that the Philippians, the Christians, gave him. They sent somebody with money to him. And he wrote a letter to them. I received your love offering. And it's not that I'm seeking money or your love offering. I am seeking that you will be blessed. Now I'm teaching, teaching prosperity, teaching, sowing, reaping. But that's what it is. And when I was three days born again, I got the revelation. Very simple, like a baby. Like a, I got the revelation. Oh, if I put God first in my life and I do whatever he says, I don't have to worry what I eat, what I drink, what I wear where I sleep, how I can pay my bills. Oh, he says, he will take care of me. Yes, that's what he says. And if you would know my life and see how I live today, where I am and how blessed I am, you would see that after 2004 November, and we have, it will be soon 18 years, this November, it will be 18 years that I follow God and he has not disappointed me. He did not just dis not disappoint me. He added things in my life that I don't even need. More than over need, going over my needs abundantly. But that's why. I got these years of walking with the Lord more revelation because I was not materialistic. I didn't care about having a lot of money or cars or whatever. I didn't I don't care. I don't care. I didn't care. I still don't care. But there is a but. If you have access, and I'm talking as a family too, if you are blessed as a family financially, materially, and you have more than enough. Like now we have a greenhouse. Now the tomatoes coming. The salad is coming. And the greenhouse is so big that when, when all this harvest comes out 
Irene, my husband, Joshua, and I, we cannot eat it all. Maybe we can eat 10% or 20%. But what do we do with the rest? We're going to give it to other people who are in need. Whew. So that's why as a family, we are praying for provision that God provides for you more than enough that you can bless your neighbors, that you can bless people in the church that you know they are growing through a hard time. If you are blessed so that you are not in need, but you have so much more, you can buy somebody a car who is in need of a car who has five kids or four kids or whatever, three kids, or just somebody who is in need of a car, who needs a car to go to work and make money so he can provide for his family. So you need to have an I, you know, I went through a lot of change in my mind, renewing my mind and coming out of a poverty mentality that I actually started to have compassion and a passion. I want to have enough money because I see needs in other people's lives. And who is taking care? Who is blessing these people? I want to be the blessing for these people. But how can I be a blessing when I don't even have enough for myself? So, with this Matthew 6.33, you need first to have a revelation and then you need to act on it. And then you take Matthew 6.33 and you make pressure on the word. You can say you make kind of pressure on God. Lord, you said in your word, if I seek you, Everything that's important to you, if I seek that first and off, what is it? What is important to God? What is important to God? Important to God is people. That people hear the gospel. That people hear that God has sent Jesus to set them free, to heal them, to deliver them, to restore them to the Father, to get them saved. That's the most important for the Father in heaven. And then God says in his word, Jesus says that love your neighbor as yourself. Shana, we love you. Nabria, we love you. Love your neighbor as yourself. Kumari, good morning. Beautiful. Love your neighbor as yourself. Last Wednesday, my husband and I did truth talk. Go back and watch it. We talked about to um, bless the, the people above, bless all people, but the most we should bless is the people in the household of faith, Galatians 6.10. So that's, again, that's all in context of Matthew 6.33. If you seek first everything that is important to God, he will provide for you. Shauna, we have Shauna here. I know her story from the from the big uh, from the beginning from the beginning of her ministry. I met her in 2019 April in Orlando before I was married to an American and before I lived in America. I still lived in Switzerland. I met her, and she shared how she starts street disciple ministry and 
I was excited with a very little, with her car. That was just a pickup truck, I think, or a big car with a, an anhanger. I don't. It was not a trailer like she has now. Very simple. And she went out preaching the gospel. And then she started to give out gifts to the community. And, and now she has a big truck, beautiful truck. And now she has even a huge, um, not garage. It's more than a garage. It's a half of a house where she can put all the trailer in and the, the ministry um, supplies that she needs to go on the street and reach the lost and give out. Huge. God has blessed her. Why did God bless her? Because she did Matthew 6, 33. Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and everything else will be added to you. So I preach now for a long time and I want to pray with you. But as we are praying together for your family, that God will provide for your family, you will going to hear utterance coming out of my spirit and the Holy Spirit will reveal certain things that maybe you need to bring in order or you need to change priorities or you're going to hear that the Holy Spirit will give me utterance to break certain things off your family so that you are actually are accessing the blessing of God. Okay? So what I do with you is I'm praying for you and your family, but also really interceding and breaking things off of you and your family. So praise the Lord. And then releasing the provision, releasing the blessing of God into your family. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Let's pray in tongues. Let's pray in the Holy Ghost. Just intercede. Pray in tongues. And let me do the rest. Or you can say, let the Holy Spirit do the rest. Okay. Welcome. Love you too, Shauna. Yes, I hope we can come back to Texas, my favorite state. Yes. And to be a part of Street Disciple Ministry. Hallelujah. I think November. You have the next, right? And it's think, I think it's around my birthday. Yes, we're going to see. We have an invitation for South Africa. We, there's so many things, but the Holy Spirit will show us what to do, where to go, where not to go, and what not to do. Praise the Lord. Father, we thank you for your word. And I thank you that you reminded me of my early beginnings. Whew. I thank you, Lord, for your word who says, seek first the kingdom of God and your righteousness. I actually didn't even read it truly. <laughs> I just preached it. But seek, aim, and strive after first of all his kingdom and his righteousness, his way of doing and being right. And then all these things taken together will be given you besides. That's the Amplified Classic Version. Father, we are seeking, we are aiming, and we are strife, striving after, first of all, all of your kingdom and your righteousness, your way of doing and being right. And then you promise us 
that you taken together all these things you are talking in Matthew 6 will be given to us besides. We don't have to take care. Nobody has to take care of these things. You will take care. You will add. You will provide. Father, as we pray right now, I'm asking you to bring all the things that everybody needs watching right now in their families. If it's just a gallon of milk, if it's meat, if it's money to pay the rent, if it's money to pay gas, if it's money to buy clothes for the children. Father, as they seek first your kingdom and your righteousness, as they do good and as they are in right standing with you, I'm asking you to bring in all the provision they need to be taken care of well in Jesus' name. And more than that, that they will have more than enough to be a blessing to their neighbors in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah, Braca Santa, Rocco Shinte Kiridibonto, Ambranta Casanta, Ambrinti Kisente Kisente, Ambronto Cobranta, Ambrinti Kiridibonto Carabanta, Ambronto Cosente Kisente, Rebondo la Ramanda Shinde, Ambronto Cosente Kisente, Ambrinti Kiridibonto Bodonto, Ambrinti Kisente Kisente, Ribodolo Rodobanda, Ambrinti Kiridibonto. Ambrinte kisente kisente, ambronto kosonto kosonto, ambrinte kisente kisente, ambronto kobanta kabanda, rikisente kiridebonto, ambronto koronto, ambrinta karanta, kibronto kosonto, ambrinte kisente. Father, I thank you for provision, for provision, provision, meeting all the needs of our families that we are represent right now. I thank you that you are a faithful God and you support all our needs according to the riches in glory in heaven that you have ready already. I thank you, Lord, that you provide, you supply in the name of Jesus. We give you all the thanks. We thank you, Father. We thank you for more than enough provision, more than enough provision, more than enough supplies so that we can give to others around us in the name of Jesus. Rico Basanta, Rico Santo, Ambrinte, Kirinte, Cobranta, Kiridibonto, Abronto, Casanta, Kibronto, Kirinte, Rambanta, Sentente, Brontonto, Kibrinte, Ambrinte, Casanta, Rambonto, Kisente, Kibronto, Cabranta, Kisente, Kiridibonto, Ambronto, Comonto, Abrisente, Ricasanta, Cobronto, Kibrinte, Rambanda, Sendende, Ronco, Santa, Kiridibonto, Ambranta, Hallelujah, Father, I thank you. I thank you for their faithful hearts. I thank you that you could see, you can see, you could see now, and you always see 
where the hearts are in giving. Father, and there was a time in my life I was upset because I couldn't give more. I was upset. Santa. And I know there are many people that are upset, not because they don't have enough, because they want to give to other people. They want to be in a position to be able to be the provider for others. And Father, I pray right now that you will release money, release supplies, release things into their hands as they can be a conduct, that, that they can be a vessel for these things, not to have it for themselves, but actually to be able to release it into other people's lives because they see the need of these families. Father, I thank you that you show yourself faithful, trustworthy, loyal, integer, because that's who you are. You are the God of integrity. You give because you said if we ask you anything in the name of Jesus according to your will it shall be given to us and that thank you Lord that more provision more supplies are coming into our hands so we can sow so we can give more so that our needs are truly met and beyond of that, in Jesus' name. I thank you, Father, de brosonto, ambrinti kisinti. Pray with me in the spirit. Release it. And Father, if there is anything in our lives that we are not having a right standing right now with me, with you, that your scripture who says, if we do right and be right with you. Then you will add. If there is anything in our heart, if there is anything in our lives that we are not doing right, I ask you to reveal it to us so we can break the blockage that, that blocks the provision to come into our lives in Jesus' name. Father, I thank you. I thank you that you are speaking to every leader of the family, to every man in the house. If they are not trustworthy and faithful with tithing and giving, that you speak to them so they can see that the provision is just flowing into their family. In Jesus' name. Kibroka Santa Karabanta. Rico Sonto Corabanta Casanta. Riki Sinti Kiridi Brosonto. Ambrinti Kisinti Kiridi Bonto. Ambrinti Kiridi Brosonto. Ambrinti Kiridi Brosonto Coronto. Ambrinti Kisinti Kiridi Bonto. Ambrinti Kiridi Brosonto Corodo Bosonto. And then I'm coming against you, devil against your demons that you have sent into these families to destroy them, to steal from them. I come against you right now and I command you right now to get out 
of the family skags, to get out of the family Sturgeon, to get out of the family from Nabria, to get out of any family that are watching right now and representing their family right now. Get out of their families. Get out of their bank account. Take your hands off their bank account now in Jesus' name. Take your fingers out of the money supply, the pipes. I see pipes. I see pipes where money is supposed to flow, but the pipes are blocked by the hands of the enemy. And I command you, Satan, get out of these families. Get out. Take your hands off these pipes. In the name of Jesus, I release the power of the Holy Ghost to go through these pipes to release the money that needs to be in the hands of Shana, of Nabria, of Mark, of whosoever is watching and praying with me and standing for their families and standing and praying for provision for their families in Jesus name kebro santa karabanta riki sente kiri de bonto ambrinte kiri de bonto ambrinte kiri the bible says draw near to god and he will draw near to you submit to god and resist the devil and that's what we just did sometimes you are tither you're a tiger you are giving you live righteous and it's not flowing so you're asking yourself what do i do wrong and if you would pray in the spirit if you would pray in tongues kumari in jesus name michael and his family in jesus name if you pray in the spirit you will see you didn't do anything wrong it's just the devil trying to steal from you and you need to rise up in your spirit and command the devil to get out of your life get out of your finances get out of the business of your finances in jesus name even if you have a job and you work hard and you love god you are a tiger you are a giver and you didn't get a promotion the last five years. That's not right. They should promote you. They give you, should give you more money. They should give you an increase, a better salary in the name of Jesus. Not because of them, because of you seeking first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And now God will add provision, add a salary raise, add a, a, a special blessing into your life, an inheritance from somebody else you are not even related to, but they put you on the, on the testament and now you get that money, whatever it is. Praise the Lord. Father, I thank you for every single person that represents their family right now. Use these people to intercede and pray. Use them to stand and resist the enemy. In Jesus' name. Cobranca sante che bronto, ambrinti che sente che branta, ambronto cosonto. And what I do right now on your behalf is what you should do from time to time. You should not just resist the enemy to tell him to get out of your family and the finances in your life, but also he has he stole from you in the past. 
So you, what's the word in English? Fordern, zurückfordern, demand. You demand in the name of Jesus. You command and demand in the name of Jesus. Devil, give back what you stole from me in any area of finances, material things. In the name of Jesus, speak it out. Speak it out loud. Say, I bleed the blood of Jesus over my family. I'm going to show you how. I bleed the blood of Jesus over the family alone, over my husband and over my children. And devil, I command you to get out. I command you to let go of our finances. Wherever you are taking back finances, that are supposed to come into our hands, I command you to let go in the name of Jesus, and I command you to repay, pay back, give it back in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah, Rekaba Sante Kiri di Bonto. Ambronto Cosente Kiri di Bonto. Ambronto Cosente Kisente. Ronto Cosente. Ambrinti Kisente. The devil is a liar and he steals. He's not just lying, he's stealing. He's a thief, like a real thief. He comes and steals, but he has no right. Does a natural thief have a right to come into your house and steal from you? No. If you will cut, catch him, what does happen? He will go to prison. So the devil tries to steal from you with sickness, with disease, with, with a bad report. And now you have to pay a lot of insurance bills and a lot of money for, for health care. And you have to pay for this and the car breaks down and you, you have to fix your car, but you wanted to use the money to invest, to invest into somebody else. And now you, you use all the money to fix your car. That's stealing, stealing. The devil steals. You should get upset. Said, no, I want to sow the money into the kingdom of God. I want to sow in a ministry who is doing the kingdom of God. I want to sow into an evangelistic ministry who is preaching the gospel to thousands, hundreds, and one hundred thousands. I want to be a part of reaching the lost. I want to go and sow money in the next crusade from Take the Nation or from Preacher Chain or from Revival Today or whatever. You know, a great, good evangelist ministry. You should be upset. No, I don't want to pay bills to fix my teeth all the time. No, I brush my teeth and I declare my health is blessed. So now I have money to not pay bills for my teeth, but actually to sow into the kingdom of God. So you have to tell the devil, get out of my family in Jesus name. And I command you and I demand money back into my hand. Not that I can eat burgers and get fat, but so I can sow the money into the kingdom of God. Because the money actually is not you anyway. Nothing is yours. You gave your life to the Lord. Now you are his and you steward everything. So now if you see that perspective, it's God's. And on behalf of God, yes, it sounds crazy. But on behalf of God, here on earth, in the name of Jesus, 
I command you devil, give back God's money. God's money. Give it back into the family Malone. Give it back into the family from Michael. Give it back into the family from Nabria. Give it back into the hands from Kumari. Give it back into the hands from Shauna. Give it back into the family of the family's gags in Jesus' name. Sometimes it's really, you didn't do anything wrong. You are a tither, you are a giver, you have a right standing. But it's the devil coming in somehow and you didn't see it. And you need to stand up and resist and command him where he belongs. That's also a part of God providing. Oh, Father, thank you for provision today. Thank you for blessing. I really need money to pay my bills. No, you don't approach like that. Because the Bible says you can go boldly to the throne room of grace. And as I prayed in the beginning, the Holy Spirit shall reveal to you if there is anything not right in your life that actually blocks the blessing from coming. One day, that's a true story. That's a true story. Uh, one day I wanted, I prayed for a person and the demon manifested and I wanted to cast out the demon and that's normally no problem for me. But the demon looked at me and I knew the demon has a right. So the person gave a right to the devil. And the person didn't want to let go of something that God wanted her to let go. And God couldn't bless her. You cannot live unholy and unrighteous and still think God is going to bless you abundantly. There are some conditions and laws and rules in the kingdom of God. But if, if you are truly open, the Holy Spirit reveal to you if you need to bring things in order. Okay? So, praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. I think next Monday we continue with that subject because that's, I just scratched a little bit. Okay? So, but what I really would like to say before we end here if you are not a tither, very simple. You, are, you don't even understand what I'm talking about. You don't understand what it means. I ask you to start to read Malachi. You can read the whole chapter, but then focus on chapter 3. And it's a key for your life, for everything, not just for finances in your life and material blessings, but also for health and protection. So it starts with this. Praise the Lord. And if you say, yes, I know tithing, but I don't have a church. I encourage you to ask the Lord, what is your spiritual home? Where? If you say, I already did, there is nobody around me, then I don't like to say it, but you can follow Revival Today Church in Pittsburgh online. Or you can follow this church we attend here, River Church, Tampa. You can watch online and you can receive online and you can bring, give your tithe there and you will be blessed. And then send this ministry an email, maybe they will tell you a good church that is in that area where you live. Because on the end, it's important that you intend, attend in person so you can actually fellowship 
with your brothers and sisters and being under a spiritual leadership, under an authority who lives godly and holy. Because these pastors, they actually pray for you and care about you. Okay? So, Father, I thank you. Yes, the river. Amen. That's right. So, if you watched this broadcast, Time to Pray with Mary Malone, and it's the first time, and you just jumped in, and you didn't know why, and you have never heard that Jesus loves you, and Jesus has a wonderful plan for your life, and he did not come to condemn you. He did not come to judge you, but he came to save you and to bring you life, eternally life, eternal life, and abundant life. He came to restore your life, to heal your marriage, to set you free, to take care of you, to heal your body. That's why he came. And he's still alive. Jesus is in heaven, but he's alive. And you can accept him to come into your life and receive him as your Savior and Lord. So you shall get saved today. And it's the beginning of a wonderful journey of getting restored. And God is going to help you to receive all the promises and all the blessings he has for you, your family. So if this is you and you have never received Jesus as your Savior and Lord, you never have accepted him, you never have prayed, you never have received him, pray with me this simple prayer right now. You can close your eyes, you can lift your hands, you can go on your knees, whatever important is your heart and that you mean it with all of your heart. So pray out loud and say, Jesus, come into my heart. Forgive me of my sins as I forgive those who have hurt me. Jesus, I believe that you are the son of God, that you died for me. You took my sin so I can be free. That you rose again for me and you live and you are coming back for me. Jesus, fill me with the Holy Ghost and power and give me the gift of praying in tongues. I thank you, Father, that I'm born again. I am your child. And I thank you for the gift of praying in tongues. In Jesus' name. Amen. And now... You just start to bubble up out of your spirit. Let it come out of your spirit. Even if it's two syllables, that's a good beginning. Let it flow. Practice it all the time, every day, all the time. It builds up your faith. It stirs you up and you are able to pray out the perfect will for your life. Hallelujah. Father, I thank you for every single person who was watching and receiving. I thank you, Father, that you lead the people who get saved today closer to your heart. You lead them to a place where they have a family, a spiritual family with great leadership according to your heart. In Jesus' name. 
And as a minister of the gospel, I tell you, you are saved. You are born again. Your sins are forgiven. God loves you. He has a wonderful plan. Seek him first and his kingdom and everything else that needs to be restored, healed, and provided for in your life. He will add. And I am a living testimony. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Thank you. Please like and share this broadcast with other people so they can get saved, filled, encouraged, and they can pray and learn how to pray. Praise the Lord. Thank you. Kumari. Yes. Nabria. Michael from Switzerland. Praise Jesus. Shauna. Stephanie. The Skaggs family and so on. If you were still watching and you didn't tell that you are watching, give us a hand, give us a heart, let us know. So we can pray for you. We are praying for all of you. And that's not just a word, that's a word and it's truth. We are praying for you. This ministry is praying for the people who are watching our broadcast because we want you to be blessed. Yes, praise the Lord if you have. Prayer requests, send us prayer requests. If you want to sow a seed financially into this ministry, you can go on truthrevival.com, partner or give. Then we have Cash App, we have PayPal. Let the Lord speak to you. However, yes, this Wednesday, Faith has a voice, voice with my husband. He is truly, I, I confirm as a woman of God, as a minister of the gospel, as a minister in the body of Christ, my husband is a man of God and what he speaks, he lives. And I can see the anointing on him. I see really this faith, the spirit of faith on him. And we have seen a lot of crazy miracles and provision in the last moment because of the faith through him, speaking it out and believing it. So praise the Lord. Then Thursday, we're going to do honest hour with our daughter, Irene Malone. Uh, this Thursday with me and her. And it's exciting for you parents to let your children hear what Irene has to say. Praise the Lord. And then next Monday, we're going to continue with time to pray. We will stay here for the prayer point provision for our families. And... Um, Praise the Lord. I really would like and appreciate your testimonies or feedbacks from out of this time to pray and our ministry in general. Let us know. It will encourage us. Praise the Lord. Truth Talk is Wednesday in a week with Rob and Mary Malone. We are excited to continue to talk about blessing others. We love you very much. This was Truth Revival Ministry where we speak the truth this truth will set you free and it will ignite revival in your heart we love you very much see you soon bye bye